hello 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 guys welcome back to why not you podcast i just thank you guys for coming in and knowing that you can come here for a word of encouragement as always we give our god the thanks and the glory so heavenly father we just come before you lord and i just want to come before you and thank you for everything that you're doing in this season lord i pray that you open up our hearts to receive whatever that you have laid on my heart to share And I just thank you, Lord, for protecting us and allowing us to see another day. I thank you, Lord, for choosing us, for choosing me for a time as this. And I ask you to bless all those that are listening and those that even have intentions of listening, Lord. I just ask you, Lord, that you continue to be with us, be in our minds, be in our hearts, Lord God. Allow us to be in in your perfect peace, in your perfect will. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, guys. So I just kind of want to just, I guess, share the thoughts of my heart and mind with you guys. And so I was driving today and I was just thinking about my heart. I was thinking about how I continuously tell myself that I need to do better. And I don't know about you guys, but sometimes it becomes heavy in our heart and weary in our hearts when... um. I don't know. I feel like the older we get, sometimes we hold resentment against ourselves, against our family members, or just, you know, that we feel like we're not at at the place that we feel that we need to be. <clears throat> more or less for me, it's more like I just feel like I'm standing still, but in my mind, I'm moving so far ahead that I already know where God has me that I feel like, why am I still in this same spot? I feel like sometimes I get easily triggered by things that just upset me, that takes me from zero to 100. And so I battle within myself like, okay, you know, last year I had a hysterectomy. And I know a lot of things are still adjusting. I know that my hormones are still trying to settle in. And I, I, and I'm sharing this with you guys because, you know, who knows how many other people out here have had the same thing that I have. Because more and more, was, which is crazy, that I've came across women that have gone through a hysterectomy. I have gone, I have encountered women that are not per se dealing with the same thing that I'm dealing with, but kind of like just dealing with the shift, just dealing with the change, right? And so... Um, I'm just like on my way before I even came on here. I'm like, God, you know, I'm, I feel frustrated and angry. Like, and I don't know why. I don't know why. Like, like today I'm good. Tomorrow I'm not. And I'm just like, what is happening? And I don't like that feeling because I feel like I tend to kind of, isolate myself from doing what I need to be and so it just keeps me stuck in a place and I sometimes wonder if God is just doing something within me to kind of like help other women that are going to be experiencing the same thing and he's working within me first because I feel like I've gone through situations where I'm like why did all this happen and then all of a sudden I encounter somebody that has dealt with the same thing and I was able to pour into them and I feel like that's another way that God uses us and so this morning I was just asking God to lay on my heart or just let me open the word and just find a word and I opened to the first John 
And, you know, normally in the Bible, it has like, um, in my Bible, it has like a little like suffix of what the, what this book in the Bible is talking about or referring to. And so I wanted to read that to you guys because I think it's important for us to keep in mind the, 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 what's the word? Mission statement. And so it reads, God is light. God is love. And God is life. It says John is enjoying a delightful fellowship with that God of light, love and life. And he desperately desires that his spiritual children enjoy the same fellowship. God is light. Therefore, to engage in fellowship with him, we must walk in light and not in darkness. As we walk in the light, we will regularly confess our sins allowing the blood of Christ to continually cleanse us. Two major roadblocks to hinder his walk will be falling in love with the world and falling for the alluring lies of false teachers. God is love. Since we are his children, we must walk in love. In fact, John says that if we do not love, we do not know God. Love is more than just words. It's, it is actions love is giving not getting mm. biblical love is unconditional in its in its nature christ's love fulfilled those qualities and when the brand of love characterizes us we will be free of self-condemnation and experience confidence before god god is life those who fellowship with him must possess his quality of life. Spiritual life begins with the spiritual birth, which occurs through faith in Jesus Christ. Faith in Jesus Christ infuses us with God's life, eternal life. Although the Apostle John's name is not found in this book, it was given the title Ionu A, the first of John. I don't know about you guys, but this pretty much just spoke to me because I think a lot of us, we struggle with walking in the light. We, we struggle with especially people like me who are kind hearted and sometimes we get exhausted from just giving all of us and never receiving the same from others. And so we were reminded and I was reminded this morning is that love is more than just words. It is action. Love is giving and not getting. And sometimes we may feel like we're always giving and never getting in return, but walking in the light and, and doing it onto God, God would always replenish us for us not to feel empty. And so a lot of times our vision can be off because we're worried about what we're getting in return or feeling like we're being seen. And so transparent moment, you know, a lot of times we may say something because we don't want to get rejected. We'd be like, oh, I don't really care if we get this done or I don't care if I get this. But in deep down inside, you really do. And then when you think that the person is going to do it for you and you you see that they didn't, then you get disappointed, you get in your feelings, you get in your ways, right? And right here is just confirming that love is giving and not getting, right? Walking, being, God is light. So God is love, right? God is light. Therefore, to engage in fellowship with him, we must walk in the light and not in darkness, which means that we have to continually 
filter through the things that are of the world and continue to walk in the light, which means to try not to live in sin. We all sin every day. But the thing is that like, like the word here says is that Where does it say? Where does it say? Sorry. Where did it say? Oh, right here. As we walk in the light, we will regularly confess our sins, allowing the blood of Christ to continually cleanse us. So every day that we wake up and we say we're going to do more of God. We're going to be able to feel in our heart like this is not right. Okay, God, please forgive me. Because even today I had a moment and I found myself just continually fussing at my daughter. I feel like the past couple of months I've been in this phase of just fussing with my daughter. And it also has been a reminder of my relationship that I had with my mom. Because I, I, I can't say that I had the best relationship with my mom. I did have a relationship with my mom. Um, but I think it's one of those relationships that it's like, I'm here. Right. And I, I'm I'm getting flashbacks of just times where, you know, my mom had me when she was young. And I think that the assumption was that I was going to follow in her footsteps. And I think the fear over her was like, I don't want the same thing to happen to my daughter. But how many of you guys know that when we put our fears onto other people? Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit, because he showed me this vision yesterday. It was crazy. As I'm saying it, it reminds me of this. But. Sometimes we put our fears onto other people and we, we give them this baggage that they never wanted. And so yesterday, as I was driving into work, God was showing me this vision. Like I remember my first word that I preached. And, um, for some reason, as I, like he was showing me that of me entering the church with all these bags in my hand. And so, you know, a lot of times people be like, Hey, can I help you with that? Or here, let me grab a bag from you. Not realizing the burdens that we're handing to them. Right. And sometimes we got to be mindful when we're helping other people that we're not carrying their bags, but that we're showing them how to lay those bags at the altar. And the thing is, is that if we don't walk in the light, we're not going to be able to feel the presence of God within us to be able to confess our sins, to be able to allow him to cleanse us. God is love and that we must walk in love. The thing is, is that there's people that don't even have an ounce of God's love in their heart. But the thing is, is that we have to demonstrate the love of God in order to shine in their darkness. Because remember, demons are a real thing and the enemy is real. Like the enemy comes in and he comes in and he he can trigger your spouse to trigger you. And and the thing is, is that it got nothing to do with you. This is a spiritual battle. But we have to be I want to remind you guys today that we have to be in God's love and we have to make a sound decision of knowing that we have to be his light. Okay. We have to choose life, which means that we have to fellowship with him. And like it says, the spiritual life begins with spiritual birth occurs through faith. 
We have to have faith knowing that Jesus Christ has died. No, not to say we have faith, but to have faith of knowing that, you know what? God chose us. He sent his only son to die for us and that we are forgiven when we conf- we are forgiven. But that when we commit a sin, that we have to confess those things to him. What is your posture? What is your reaction? What is the thing that you keep repeating? What is the cycle that you want to stop seeing? You ever like wash your clothes and then you leave it in the washing machine and then you wake up the next day and they smell and you have to put the cycle on again. And there goes another water bill that increases because you've had, I remember like plenty of times how my kids, I've had to wash the same load like four or five times just because they left it in the washing machine. How many times are we going to repeat the same cycle? At what point are we going to get tired of doing the same thing? At what time are we going to get tired of being angry, reacting, snapping back? Um, Not, you know, repeating the same cycle that our parents did with us. And so earlier I was kind of like getting to that. But, you know, my mom, like she had all these baggages because she had me when she was young and she was dealing with her own situation of her trauma and her hurt and her relationship with her mom and just you know she had all those baggages and because she didn't want to see the same thing repeat with me and had influence of what other people were telling her because of course she was young she was 15 when she had me you know what I mean and so that turned into a constant battle with me and my mom And now I'm seeing the same cycle with me and my daughter and I have to kind of like, and I'm going to be transparent. There's times that I just like go from A to Z and I'm just like, where did that even come from? And I feel like God is just using situations to show me that I can't repeat the same cycle. Even like with, you know, my bonus daughter, like I know that, um, I've seen her with anxiety and 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 I I'm like you know what I don't want to repeat that cycle with my daughter I don't want to see my daughter go through life where people talk to her and she has anxiety and so I feel like God is trying to show me that I have to control my tongue I have to control my emotions but I also have to give these burdens to God and not hand them over to everything else around me I have to be able to disconnect And be able to be in the presence of him for him to deal with my heart. Because the thing is, is that we try to stay so busy and consume ourselves with life that we forget to disconnect and be in the presence of God so he can really get in those things in the crevices of our heart to deal with these things. So then we're going through life and we're really never disconnecting and giving him the opportunity to heal us. It is time in the season to put yourself first. And sometimes as women, we get angry because we're like, man, we serve everybody and we do this and we do that. And nobody sees what I'm going through and me, me, me. And, you know, what about me? And what about me? And God is convicting me this morning. He's showing me by the by his word that when we serve, we have to serve and serve on to him and not be selfish And know that your goodness is not going in vain, that God is going to reward you in the secret place. What may that look like? That may look like peace. That may look like you have no worries in the world because God is continually to provide for you.
that may look like your family is getting in order. It doesn't mean that your life is going to be perfect. Of course not. But at the end of the day, God is light. God is love. We cannot hate each other and expecting to say that we have God in our heart. And I'm saying that for myself because sometimes I can be like, I can't stand this person. But when I start feeling like that, I always ask God, what is my assignment? Because I've been in plenty of situations where I'm like, my spirit is not right. Jesus, like, oh, and then I'm like, God, what's my assignment? And then like a couple weeks later, I don't even have a problem with the person. God starts to show me things that it's like, that's my assignment. It's amazing how God will put you in a place that you are needed. He puts you in a place that that is your assignment. And you can't miss it because you're so emotionally frustrated or emotionally tied into something else that you abort the assignment. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for giving me this word. So I just want to remind you guys that God is light. God is love and God is life. God is light. So engage in fellowship with him and walk in the light and not in darkness. Remember that walking in the light will allow you to confess your sins continually and allowing the blood of Christ to cleanse you. Remember that you do not Want to have the roadblocks that hinder you to walk with being with falling in love with the world and falling in love with the lies of false teachers. And we must walk in love. Remember, love is not words, but it is actions. And love is giving and not getting. I pray that this word has blessed you. I pray that you have gotten something from this. I pray that whatever's in your heart that is not of God, that God would just illuminate it to you, that you can confess that to him. I pray that whatever is detouring you from giving your life to Christ, that he would he will present the opportunity for Because one thing about God, God doesn't force us to do anything. But I pray that your heart is led to give your life back to Christ. I pray that by listening to this word, that it it triggers something in your spirit to hand over the burden that is in your heart and not to hand it over to anybody else, but to hand it over to God. I pray that he cleanses your spirit. I pray that he leads you. I pray that if you have not, if you do not know what your purpose is, I pray that he will reveal that to you. I pray that he will send his angels over you. And I pray that he will put you in this place that you're by yourself for a moment and that he can speak to you. You ever, you ever, you know, you ever have that situation where you're doing something you're not supposed to and your parents kind of pull you aside and say, okay, and they correct you in the moment and they send you on your way. I pray that God just kind of pulls you aside and he taps you on the shoulder and that you're aware enough that you can hear his voice. And I pray in this month of February, I pray that 
God will just <clears throat> do amazing things for you. I pray that that he will reveal himself to you more than ever. I'm telling you right now, 100% guaranteed, if it's the last breath that I take, God is the way. Jesus is the way. And I know sometimes people are like, oh, you know, I don't, you know, but that's the way the world has made the perception. But getting your word, understand what you're looking for, understand that God is not what the world perceives him to be, that the image that they had put on here about Jesus, it is not what it is not what it is. Religion is nothing but something to separate us like segregation. It's almost like slavery. Okay, there's no such thing that when you die, God is going to separate you in the heavens of what religion were you serving? Because we could even serve religion so much that it becomes an idol to us and that we forget what what the mission is. We forget what the mission statement is. When people ask me what 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 religion am I? I just love God. I love Jesus. That's what I serve. That's who I serve. That's who I dedicate my prayers to. That's who I seek for counsel. That's who I lean on when I, I when I tend to walk in the world and I get lost and and I feel so heavy and I feel like I'm lost and I don't know where I'm going. I add him to my GPS so he can call me back in his arms. I pray that this word encourages you and sis, you're not alone. You're not alone. You're not perfect and it's okay because God already knew these things before. All these things that are playing out, God already knew these things when he created you. Before he even sent you to your mother's womb, he knew everything that you were going to do. Good, bad, ugly, indifferent. But he's waiting for you to confess these things to him so he can continually to cleanse you with his blood. So you can be more of his image and not of your own. Amen. So I pray that this word blesses you. And until next time, I'll talk to you guys on Why Not You podcast. Love y'all.